0: This is a Broad Pods production. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare insurance plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're say between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare insurance plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow, wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com.
1: This is Broad Radio. For you, by you.
2: for more Well it's been just over a month since the Taliban regained power in Afghanistan which of course has caused great concern around the world especially for women's safety and freedoms and so we wanted to learn more about what it's like for women in Afghanistan and we're joined by Afghan Australian woman Shamsia Husampour Good morning Shamsia
3: Morning, Joe. Thanks for having me.
2: It's really great to have you on Broad Radio, mm-hmm. Shamsia. Can you tell us, you came to Australia from Afghanistan when you were nine. Can you explain to us why and how you got here?
3: Sure. Um, well, I came, as you said, by uh, at the age of nine. Um, uh, we came uh, as refugees. So it was my brother who came by boat at the age of nine too uh, in the early 2000s. Um, and you know he escaped uh, with my uncle, who was a journalist back in Afghanistan. And at that time, the Taliban were recruiting or um, younger boys to join their militants. Um, and you know anyone else that worked as a journalist or worked with the government or the foreigners, uh, they would uh, they were looking for them to uh, you know to persecute them. And that's why my uncle uh, fled the uh, country and my mom decided to send my brother as well with him. Um, So, you know, being in a male dominated society, and my mom had only one son, so she sacrificed uh, her only, or I guess separated her only son from her side, uh, just in the presumption of, you know, him finding a safety uh, somewhere in other parts of the world um and so that's why he he left afghanistan and we didn't know where he was going to go uh we just wanted him out of afghanistan um and you know three years later we found out that he and my uncle um landed in australia so it, it was it was within that three years we had no idea whether he was alive or not so um yeah and you know i've got four other sisters and being a female in Afghanistan is already hard enough, uh, just as it is, as it was. But now, especially under the Taliban, uh, women are left voiceless. Women are, have no identity of their own. They will be just, um, I guess, a mere property for men, uh, whether they're sister, wife, or daughter. And it's really, it's really uh, sad and it's really heartbreaking because Afghan women. You know, they fought so hard in these 20 years um, to fight for themselves, to find their identity. Um, they had to convince their parents, their, their society, their, just the whole nation as a whole, uh, to convince them that they are worthy, uh, you know, of pursuing their dreams, that they, are, uh, that they can change uh, the country for the better if only they're given permission to do so. Um, so it wasn't an easy ride to to get to where we were um, just at the start of this year. And to think that all that has just gone to waste is absolutely heart-wrenching. And, you know, um, one of my uh, – one of our relatives in, our, in Kabul, she lived by herself. Um, she lost a brother and a father um, in a – a bomb lost as well in Kabul. So it was just her and her mother. And she lost her mother as well last year in the first wave of COVID. Um, so she lived by herself. And she was this incredible woman who, uh, you know, who I guess brought so much light and so much happiness in the lives of other women in Afghanistan, despite, you know, facing countless obstacles and, and heartbreaks in her life. She continued to fight for Afghan women, she continued to fight for their rights and their voices. And when the Taliban took over Kabul on the 15th of August, um, that was the day that she took her own life. uh, I'm
1: very, 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 very sorry to hear that. That is absolutely heart-wrenching that that was where she felt that that was where this was going to be. So that, thank you for sharing that. It's a very difficult, difficult time your mother's strength, when you touched on her, what an amazing woman to have sent her only son to another country. She had no idea where he was going in any parts of the world. Were there any consequences for mum or did she give strength to other women to do the same? Like, tell us a bit about your mum.
3: So, you know, as you said, my mom, she's this incredible and resilient woman, uh, and I think she's the only one that's keeping our family going and keeping us strong. Yeah. Um, she faced, to be honest, she faced a lot of criticism from uh, people around her um, because they were like, you know, you said, how could you separate your only son? Um, you know, obviously looking from a different angle, like you, you don't love your son enough, Um uh, that you've separated him from yourself that you know at, a, at a, such a young age um, and to a, to a place that you don't even know. Um, and she, you know I remember her saying uh, to those people who criticized her that I would rather my son drown in those oceans or drown on those uh, or, or just I don't know be dead by a natural cause than to do the same atrocities as the Talibans. I don't, want my, I don't want to see my son doing anything like that. I, like, you know, obviously death is certain for all of us, um, but I, I, I don't want him to do what they do. I, I would rather him drown if, in a sea or die in, a, in, in the road, but not to commit the atrocities that they commit. And yeah, so, you know, she, after sending my brother away, obviously my dad was the only male in the family. And, you know, she had to step up her game. She had, she had to work extra hard um, to uh, attend, uh, you know, we had a farm. We had a small farm. So she had to tend uh, the farm with my father and, you know, she had to help out. She, had, she, she not only had the responsibility, the responsibility of the household, but also the work of outside with my dad. Um, so she went through a lot uh, to cover up his um, spot. And, and do the things that he was supposed to do as a male, as a, as a young man. And yeah, I guess she, she and, and if it wasn't for my, my mother's sacrifice, I don't think we would be here. I, and I think I would be just in the exact position as every other woman in Afghanistan right now.
0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
2: of your mum and every other woman in Afghanistan and what they've gone through over the last 20 years to to fight for freedoms that we take for granted here. And now then over the last month, I know not not being allowed to work, not I believe the schools have opened up, but girls are not allowed to go to school anymore. Um, there are lots of things that we're reading about where Afghanistan is at now under the Taliban. You have family still in Afghanistan, what are you hearing from them?
3: Yes, yeah, so I've got almost sixty percent of my family still living back in Afghanistan, and some of them in, in a really rural and quiet areas where there's no m- much media coverage. And I fear for them the most. Um, you know, we live, we are from the most ethnic, like uh, most persecuted ethnic tribe, um, both from the religious sector as well as the ethnicity sector, um, and. You know i i fear for them one of my cousin who is just who just started her career as a, as a nurse and as a midwife um in the district of ghazni she's been constantly you know calling me and messaging me um and i you know i'm, I'm always doing that the same to check up on her to see how she's going and how the others are going because she's the only one that i can get in touch with at the moment um and she's been telling me that the talibans are though she has a job at the moment because Women can still work, um, can still do the occupation or, or the, can still be in the same position if there is no male that can do that job. And so at the moment, she has her job, and uh, you know she's been telling me that though, like the 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 whole hospital has been um, it, it's heavily guarded by the Taliban men, and one of a group of Taliban came to the head of the hospital and um, they ordered him to find them girls uh, to marry and uh, you know when he resp- when he asked why can't you marry someone from your own like I guess um, area or, or ethnicity and they said because they're not Hazara or they're not they're not the same um, and you know it, I can't even imagine the I guess that the heartbreaking situation on them, I can't even imagine what they're going through. And my cousin, it's really heartbreaking what she said. She said, death is a one time, you know, I would rather be dead, I want to be dead, but I don't want to face the torture, the rape and the enslavement. And, then, and, I, and I fear that if, if in, in those areas where there's no much coverage or where there's not much of a, you know, media attention, I fear for women in there because they don't have a voice. And you know, mm-hmm. men—they will do anything to, I guess, protect them. Uh, but to to what extent? Who can who can stand on, on on in front of the Taliban and say, "No, you can't do this." are—it's easier for them to hold a gun and shoot someone than to hold a book or or, 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 or a, a person. So you know, the Taliban are the most ruthless people because they they don't fear death. To them, death is a is a reward. So they have this ideology that if you kill people if you kill people in the name of um, islam uh and if you uh you know especially if you kill um the non-muslim or the the people who don't uh you know fall in their circles um then you get extra rewarded paradise and they have been trained like this from a very young age and their idea of sharia is what it's extremely, uh, it's just, I can't even describe it. It's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm as a feminist, um, hijabi woman in, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm religious, I am a feminist and, you know, I, I, I stand up for women's rights and, you know, I can't even imagine what the things that they do to women in those areas hmm. under the, the name of Sharia, under the name of Islam. And I think at the moment what they're doing is, um, you know, like they've been doing all this in, in, the, in the past three decades, uh, is using religion to create fear. That's how they recruit younger boys. And that's why my mother sent my brother at a, such a young age. Mm. She separated her only child um, because they, she knew if they came to get him, she or my, my, my dad would not stand a chance in protecting him. And that's why, um, you know, he was sent away, and and you know, thankfully, we were fortunate enough um, uh, to, you know, find a new hope, a new home in here. Shamsia, we've had so many people thank
2: you for sharing your story and the courage of your mum and your brother and your whole family, um, and lots of people, including ourselves, are asking, what can we do? How can how can Western women be better allies to? women from afghanistan and and what can we do to to i don't know make any difference
3: i think one thing that i would urge uh every human like human rights activist or women's rights activist is uh or just you know people in general um is to continue raising the voices of afghan women if we stay silent if people so what the taliban are doing right now is convincing the world they have changed um you know i, I still I, I believe a part of them has changed they've gone more clever in front of the media they've gone more uh, uh you know modern in front of the cameras but behind those cameras behind um, you know the coverage uh they do the same atrocities you know maybe even worse uh, from what i've seen and uh, th- i think the world shouldn't uh fall for their anti uh, empty words and um manipulative uh, promises um continue to fight for women's rights uh, in your area in social media um, and if, if 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 it's in your power uh demand change from your your leaders in your government you know we can no longer look at afghanistan or afghan women as a as oh you know it's a lost cause it's it's mm. afghanistan it's the, the war has always existed in afghanistan so, you know, what can we do now? If we live with that kind of mindset, then nothing's gonna change. But if we if one voice can, you know, talk about the woman in Afghanistan, talk about uh, you know, the people of Afghanistan, the children of Afghanistan, I think we can bring awareness and we can push uh, you know, the leaders to make greater changes. I believe in people power, you know. Mm. It, a great example of this would be the Black Lives Matter. Look what happened. Yeah. We changed yeah. laws. Yeah. You know, it, it's not like because um, the uh, what happened in the U.S. was a new thing. No, that has been happening for years, centuries. You know, mm. but because people stood up together, that's yes. when real changes occurred. And if we can do the same for the people of Afghanistan, I think we can great we can make great changes as well.
2: Oh, thank you so much, Hussein Poor for that message because it is a real message of po- of hope, and we do believe in people power here at Broad Radio as well. And we're we're just really deeply grateful to you for sharing your story. Um, it's it's a really it's a really tragic thing to hear, and I think a lot of people shy away from the realities of those difficult conversations. But we're grateful to have that with you. Thank
3: Absolutely. you so much for having me, guys. It was a pleasure.
2: Shelley, that was a really hard, hard conversation, but a really important one, don't you think?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Very, very important. And I think someone, we were talking about what can we do, Tracy Holmes, if you have a look on her Twitter, she's Stan Grant's wife. She puts on some amazing places in which we can actually donate money that we know will go to Afghan women in Australia, helping them relocate and also women in Afghan, that we can actually do something for them as well. So, Tracy Holmes' Twitter is a great place to start if you're looking.
2: Yeah. Also, I've got to say that I am an ambassador for an organisation called Wellsprings for Women, which is a beautiful community organisation for refugee (coughs) and asylum-seeking women here in Melbourne. Um, Check out Wellsprings for Women. They do incredible work, uh, yes, for women who have come here. um, And uh, that's a really great place to start. I would suggest that there are community groups wherever you are in Australia, if you just seek it out. It's been wonderful. Thank you. You take care, everyone. Yeah, and uh, you're joining me on Broad Radio next week as well, which is exciting. Yes. Yeah. Can't wait. All right, everybody have a fantastic week and we'll be back with Broad Radio next week, Tuesday 9am. We'll see you there.
0: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue.